millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Do you know a student getting ready to go to college? Or are you looking at going back to school yourself? The Woodward Hines Education Foundation and the Get to College program help more Mississippians get to and through college to get certificates and degrees that lead to meaningful employment. They offer free college planning advice, including hands-on FAFSA completion assistance through in-person or virtual appointments. Visit gettocollege.org to learn more. This is MPB News. Hi, this is Karen Brown. Thanks for checking out the Mississippi Edition podcast. If you like what you hear, click subscribe, hit like, or leave us a comment if your app has that feature. Then find other MPB podcasts by searching MPB Think Radio on your favorite podcasting platform. Thanks. Good morning. It's 8.30 on Wednesday, February 17th. I'm Karen Brown, and this is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. On today's show, some of this week's ice and snow have begun to slowly melt away, but more freezing temperatures and precipitation could be on the way, we hear from the National Weather Service. Then, Mississippi's roadways have been hazardous as a result of the generational winter storm. We talked to the Highway Patrol. Plus, after a Southern Remedy Health Minute, with frigid temperatures expecting to remain throughout the week, Mississippi's energy providers are urging consumers to cut back. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. Sunshine and clear skies melted away some ice and snow in parts of the state yesterday, but with sub-freezing temperatures and another round of precipitation expected throughout the day and into the night, the wintry conditions could linger longer. For more on the latest, we are joined by Joanne Kewen with the National Weather Service in Jackson. We have a winter storm on the way for well, at least north Mississippi. How much will that impact the rest of the state? Uh, it'll actually impact a, a good portion of northern and central Mississippi. Um, southern Mississippi will see lesser impacts, but it will impact most of uh, most of the state. And what are we talking about here? Is it rain, freezing rain, snow? Well, given how cold we have been over the last um, few days, uh, this precipitation moving in will be a mixture of freezing rain, mostly freezing rain, some sleet, uh, maybe some areas, especially in the Delta, see some snow. Um, but as you get further uh, south and maybe a little east, like towards Hattiesburg and then down towards the coast, that will be more just rain. Um, so it'll be a mixture of all kinds of um, precipitation types all across the area. When is this expected to start up? We are starting to see um, for the last several hours a mixture of freezing rain and sleet already in the Delta. And I wouldn't be surprised if maybe some snow was mixed in with that as well. And this will continue to move across the region uh, through the morning, uh, probably making it towards the Jackson uh, I-55 metro 
corridor um, by mid to late morning uh, and then progressing east through the day, likely exiting uh, the state towards Alabama by uh, roughly midnight or so. But we are expecting a um, kind of a on the back edge of that overnight, just some lighter uh, frozen precipitation to fall as well. When is this all going to end? <laughs> Not soon enough, let me tell you. Um, this looks to be for now the the last winter storm of the week. I'll put that caveat of on the there. week um, <laughs> of the week, um, and uh, we will start to warm up as we head towards the weekend, but. Until then, given how much um, precipitation has still remained on roads and bridges, uh, it's going to be pretty impactful, um, adding more to it. And it doesn't seem to be just ice. It's, it's as if it's ice on, on top of snow, ice crystals. Is that a thing? Um, I mean, it, it is... Um, Freezing rain is ice and then compounding on top of um, sleet or snow that's uh, accumulated. So road conditions won't be improving today or tomorrow, it sounds like? They absolutely won't. In fact, some areas got to see a little bit of melting yesterday, which has um, created a black ice issue, refreezing overnight as the temperatures drop below freezing. Uh, and, and possibly made them even icier. And adding more frozen precipitation to it today, uh, we won't get above um, freezing in many locations today and then dropping colder again tonight. So we may start to see a little bit of um, melting and improvement tomorrow and then again through the rest of the week. So temperatures, you said the south is is the temperatures are rising above freezing, so rain and, and just rain. So freezing on roadways should not be uh, a big concern for South Mississippi? Uh, in the, the Hattiesburg, the Pine Belt area, um, there may be a mixture of um, freezing rain as the precipitation moves through later on today and tonight and the temperatures drop below freezing. Um, so there may be a little bit of um, some light icing down there. Um, but the further south you go, the less impacts uh, there appear to be from this, as it should be mostly rain um, with that. And and even there's some potential for some severe weather uh, as you get closer to the coast, believe it or not. And that's today as well? Yes. All right. Now, you said temperatures will begin to warm by the weekend. What does the long-range forecast look like? Uh, honestly, I haven't had a chance to look at that too much um, because it's we've a been day so by focused day. on the, yeah. hour by day hour, by day, day thing, by yeah. day. Um, but we we do have forecast. We do have temperatures uh, as we get towards the weekend. Believe it or not, uh, rising into um, the fifties and even some sixties. It looks like by the beginning of next week. Wow. That sounds great. <laughs> we can't get there yes. soon enough. <laughs> jo- exactly. Joanne Keelan is a meteorologist with the National Weather Service in Jackson. Joanne, thank you so much. You're welcome. Coming up, Mississippi's roadways have been hazardous as a result of the generational winter storm. 
We talk to the Highway Patrol. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. Deep South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB public media app. This podcast is a local production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and depends on the support of listeners like you. If you can, please donate today at mpbonline.org. And thanks. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. I'm Karen Brown. Law enforcement officers are asking Mississippians to stay off the roads as the state continues to face a severe winter storm that has created ice on roadways. Monday, a winter storm swept through the state, leaving behind dangerous snow and ice accumulations on Mississippi's motorways. The result, over 750 reported highway incidents since Sunday. Major Johnny Polis is with the Mississippi Highway Patrol. He shares more with our Kobe Vance. We're definitely recommending to the motoring public in Mississippi uh, to stay off the roadways if possible. We know essential travel is sometimes necessary due to uh, employment, uh, medical needs, and and, and so forth. But it also presents first responders uh, with the situation of having to respond to uh, vehicle crashes that are unnecessary. And it also puts us in a position to where we're, we're, we're not able to respond to someone, for example, that is involved in a serious crash uh, or, or somebody that, that has medical needs. And, and again, very important for people uh, to stay home. It makes it a lot easier for, for what we're having to do right now across the state. How many calls do you think y'all have gotten uh, over the past uh, few days in regards to the storm? Since 12.01 a.m. Sunday, the Mississippi Highway Patrol has responded to over 750 calls for service. Uh, And that could range, again, from traffic crashes uh, to vehicles just sliding off the roadways. But it's still, it's taking taking, uh, a first responder to go to these crashes. And what we're really concerned about is the fire services and medical services. I think we all know that in these type of weather conditions, uh, we experience house fires due to heater issues or, or fireplace issues. And unfortunately, the fire services are having to respond to some of these crashes or vehicles running off the roadway when they need to be in a position they can respond to a house fire in a timely manner. And so if people need to get out and go do something essential, like, you know, they need to go to the grocery store or something, uh, what would be your advice to residents uh, in, in that situation? If you do choose to travel, make sure your fuel tank is full. Make sure your cell phone is properly charged and have plenty of warm clothing inside the vehicle just in case you are involved in some type of incident where it could take first responders a, a pretty good while to get to you. So that's that's what we're seeing right now as well as with the, the tow companies around the state. They're having to respond uh, to vehicles running off the roadways, and we try to prioritize these crashes. So you could be sitting in your car uh, for a while before someone can actually make it to to you to assist. And I know 
this is so new to most people in Mississippi, and we're not meteorologists here, but could you talk about the next coming days? Uh, it looks like it might continue to uh, have issues late Wednesday and early Thursday with additional you know, layers of ice or snow. Well, we're in the third day, as everyone knows, with the system itself. We could have a, we we know we're going to have another day uh, as far as Wednesday, possibly even Thursday. But we're this far into it, and we would just like everyone to continue making really good decisions when it comes to not having to travel unless it's absolutely necessary. And then, additionally, um, you know, would you recommend that people stay off the highways and interstates right now? Well, again, just if you look at the the, the sheer number. Of, of crashes and calls for service. I think the motoring public understands the law enforcement in general is pretty taxed right now. And we're just asking for the, the motoring public to work with us. It really helps us in doing our job and, and promoting safety across the state. I know there's been a lot of closures, road closures across the state. Um, are those in regard to just ice on the road or is it crashes sometimes? Well, of course, road conditions always contribute to the number of crashes that we that we're, we experience. And yes, icing on the roadway is still a major factor. We're hoping that that as the temperatures slowly start to rise, that won't be an issue as much. But unfortunately, we're still dealing with those type of conditions. And I've seen reports about um, trucks getting stuck on the highway, on the highway or interstate for hours and hours at a time. Um, have y'all have y'all been seeing that across the state in any capacity? Yes, Hot Twenty has definitely been a, a problem for us from the Louisiana line all the way to the Alabama line. There's there's some hilly areas on I Twenty across the state, uh, and some of the the big trucks just have problems climbing the hills. So there, there's there's been times we've had to divert traffic off of I Twenty just due to those situations. Major Johnny Polis, thank you so much for talking with us today, and uh, appreciate your time. Okay, thanks a lot, Kevin. The Department of Health is announcing its drive-through COVID-19 vaccination sites are canceled today, except those in Harrison, Jackson, Forest, and Jones counties. Residents with canceled appointments will automatically be rescheduled for the same time on a different day and notified by phone, email, or text. Department-operated testing sites in Calhoun and Copiah counties, as well as the farmer's market location, are canceled today. All patients have been advised to reschedule for a later date. The Hancock County testing site will be open. Coming up after a Southern Remedy Health Minute, with frigid temperatures expecting to remain throughout the week, Mississippi's energy providers are urging consumers to cut back. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. Right now, we need connection more than ever. StoryCorps is inviting you to record a conversation with a loved one remotely and archive it at the Library of Congress. Information about this limited virtual experience can be found at StoryCorps.org. StoryCorps is made possible in part by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a private corporation funded by the American people. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. I'm Karen Brown. Days of freezing temperatures across Mississippi have increased demand for gas and electricity. 
To keep up, some utility companies in Mississippi are urging customers to reduce their utility. Residents are being asked to keep thermostats at 68, close vents in unused rooms, and limit using appliances to help conserve energy. As Entergy spokesperson Mara Hartman tells our Desiree Frazier, the extreme cold temperatures across the mid-United States has led to a surge in demand. We're doing it at the direction of MISO, which is our regional transmission coordinator. Um, We belong to MISO, and they're like air traffic controllers in that they control the flow of electricity along transmission lines um, from Canada all the way down to uh, the Gulf states. And what we're seeing is due to this highly unusual, historical, record-breaking cold, we're seeing a tremendous demand throughout the mid-United States uh, for electricity, for everybody trying to stay warm. And so because of that, MISO has asked us to reach out to our customers to ask them to conserve power so that we don't um, have more extensive or pro- so to prevent more extensive or prolonged outages that could seriously affect the reliability of the power grid. Um, in Texas and in Southwest Louisiana, they already have um, had to go to some of these prolonged outages. So we're trying to avoid that in Mississippi. It seems like this might be a little extended because we're hearing that there's going to be cold weather, uh, more rain uh, throughout the week. Yes, um, we've just got the latest forecast ourselves, and it seems to keep getting worse for us in Mississippi. So um, we're prepared for it, though. We've, we've really been lucky so far. We've not had extensive outages. We The last numbers I saw were that we had about 5,300 outages across our 45 counties in Mississippi, and we serve nearly half a million customers. So that's a very manageable number of outages for our crews to be able to respond to. So we're grateful for that. That happened because we got the sleet rather than the ice. But we know more weather's coming in um, and we don't exactly know what that's going to bring. So again, we're, uh, you know, to use an old saw, uh, it's the truth though. We're hoping, we're prepared for the worst, but we're hoping for the best. At Energy, we have roughly 250 Energy linemen and about the same number of baseload contractors in the state. Those are the contractors who help us out on a day-to-day basis with electrical issues. And in addition to that, we've called in nearly 800 more line workers, uh, tree trimmers, and damage assessors from outside of Mississippi to help us with this storm. And they are here. Um, So we've got plenty of people to respond, and we're keeping them because we don't know what's going to happen in the next day or so. All right. Well, Maura Hartman with Entergy, we appreciate all that you have shared with us to help us better understand how to get through these days and the ones ahead. Thank you so much. Thank you, Desiree. Hartman says the heaviest usage of electricity occurs between 5 and 9 p.m. when people are cooking dinner and children may be playing video games. The call to conserve energy extends beyond electricity. Linda Waters with Atmos Energy is asking customers to decrease natural gas consumption. She also says gas appliances should not be used as alternative heat supplies. We strongly encourage customers and natural gas users um, 
to not use their gas range or gas cooktops for heating purposes. Those appliances are designed for cooking purposes only and to use them in a manner other than what it's designed for to be unsafe and is unsafe. And what are some of the recommendations that you're telling people about conserving uh, gas? Um, Conserving energy at this time, and this is a critical time, uh, we recommend considering wearing additional layers of clothing and lowering the thermostat to around 68 degrees. Um, We're asking that businesses minimize their energy use as much as possible. Um, Customers who may not be aware, if you have a gas water heater, you know, 25% of your energy consumed in your home is consumed through your uh, water heater. And so we recommend if you to not uh, to refrain from using um, taking baths if possible um, and showers um, to take baths and showers, of course, but to minimize the number of times that you're doing so, and that will help you conserve. Um, your energy in that manner. Now, when you say minimize showers and baths, what are you talking? Once a day, twice, you know? Well, well, showers account for 40% of the use of hot water in the home. So reducing the amount of time that is spent in the shower is advised. Why are we at the point where we have to ask people to conserve gas? Well, when you think about this is a critical um, a time in historical low temperatures, the demand for the energy um, for gas use is higher. People are really trying, the people are trying to keep warm. And so um, there's a great demand. If, so, if a large number of homes are using the fuel, then of course that increases the demand for it. So when the demand is increased, you want, we want to, and we have to of course share the resource you want to re- find ways to reduce the usage so that everyone can continue to receive the service. Are there any items in the home that might news- use gas that we may not think about? Some, in some homes, there's gas logs, um, gas range, gas cooktops. Um, and it's in a way to know that you have a gas uh, appliance, for example, a hot water heater. Some homeowners may not be aware that... Um, in order to know that uh, a way to know that you have a gas water heater, there's a vent that is above the water heater that extends to an outside uh, wall on the house. Uh, gas dryers. If you have a gas dryer, there's a vent that leads to an outside wall. And we highly recommend if there if you have a gas appliance and there is a vent that goes to an outside wall, make sure that that vent is not blocked. You want to allow the flow of air from that appliance. So you want to make sure that any vents that lead to an outside wall are not blocked. Well, Linda Waters with Atmos Energy, we appreciate you sharing this important information with us. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for the opportunity. This has been Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. Thanks for listening to the Mississippi Edition podcast from MPB News and MPB Think Radio. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. And if your app lets you, leave a comment or review. We really do appreciate it. Remember, you can always get in touch with MPB News on Facebook and Twitter. And fresh episodes of the podcast are posted every weekday morning. I'm Karen Brown. Thanks for listening. This is Mississippi Edition from MPB Think Radio.